Hi, I'm Hathaway Hester with Chicago Area Archivist, and I'm also Archivist and Digital Preservation Librarian with the National Association of Realtors. Every October, the Chicago Area Archivist sponsors Chicago Open Archives, a month-long event held in conjunction with American Archives Month, where archives across the Chicago area open their doors to the public. As a prelude to Chicago Open Archives, we're talking to archivists across Chicago about their jobs and their collections. Today I'm here with Andy Bullen, president of the Friends of the Pullman State Historic Site. Thanks for joining me, Andy. My pleasure. Now before we get started, can you explain a little bit about the Pullman State Historic Site and what the Friends of Organization is all about? The Pullman State Historic Site is basically the state government agency that has taken over the Hotel Florence and a good portion of the original Pullman factory in the Pullman neighborhood in the far south side of the city of Chicago. And the state site is in charge of preserving and making these two entities a cultural heritage resource for the people of Illinois and for the people of Chicago and for the people of the world. The Friends Group is there to support it. And we have three initiatives at this point. We are trying to bring an original Pullman car up to the city, up to the Pullman State Historic Site. And that car is, is called the Advance. It's actually Robert Todd Lincoln's personal car. And Robert Todd Lincoln was the second president of the Pullman Corporation after George Pullman. We are trying to save a building, the last building that was the actual manufacturing bit of the, of the company, not just the administration, but the actual nuts and bolts kind of factory complex. It's called building number four, and it's in dire shape. There was a catastrophic fire in December of 1998 caused by an arsonist that basically destroyed the roof, and we are assembling the money to get a engineering study of the building so that somebody can actually do something with it. And then third thing is, our third major initiative is to build an archives. It's my great passion, my great white whale in life is to build the archives at the Pullman State Historic Site. And what type of material does the archives contain? It contains literally everything that you can imagine an archive could contain, photographs and realia and memorabilia and clothing and large format cameras used in the 1920s and just a wide variety of stuff. It's basically everything that made up life in Pullman, both at the factory complex, the factories complex, not just, of course, the one on the south side, but there were factories all over the United States. And, of course, we've also picked up archives from surrounding areas. So the industrial heritage area of the far south side, the steel mills and the oil plants down there, and also our surrounding neighborhood of Roseland. It's a much larger neighborhood than Pullman, and there's a great deal of material on it too. So the archives is just this wonderful, glorious mixed bag of stuff. And the Pullman Archives has a special relationship with CAA, with Chicago Area Archivists. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, if an organization can be said to have done a mitzvah, the Chicago Area Archivists did a huge, wonderful, glorious mitzvah in their first day of service for us. And the day of service actually 
brought down 25 archivists from all over the city and all types of experience from, you know, the Art Institute and the Newberry and, and just everybody came together and we processed 200 boxes of original Pullman Company materials basically from the 1850s to the 1940s. And it was not processing so much as a an inventory. What's in these boxes? We had a we had a very general description, ledger, but it fleshed out those tremendously and gave us an idea of what's there. From that, we were able to build on that list. We were able to actually apply for a grant, which unfortunately we didn't get to digitize it. We're going to try again next year. But it's also given us a huge impetus to, to process that stuff. We've gotten a wonderful gift from the Newberry of 70 boxes of Pullman material from them of stuff that's duplicates of their collection, but also stuff of Pullman stuff that falls outside of their collecting parameters. And it has given us an impetus to reach out to a person who was the son of the last official Pullman company photographer. He and his father literally went to dumpsters and things as the Pullman company was getting rid of its stuff and kept it and, and pulled it out. And all these years, he's had it basically in his basement. And he is looking to retire, looking to go somewhere else. And gradually, we're pulling in that stuff. So that one glorious act, that one selfless and very generous act by Chicago area archivist members have really helped us, pushed us along, and exposed us, and really given us a shot in the arm. And you were able to participate in Chicago Open Archives in the past. Yes. We had a wonderful time. We had two days of visitors, and basically we traipsed all over the factory complex and all over the Hotel Florence, which is this glorious railroad hotel. It was named after Pullman's eldest daughter, uh, eldest child, and his favorite child and look at the archives and watch as I flap my arms around and describe my, my dreams of a permanent archive space, of a conditioned archive space. So. And who were the visitors on these tours? They were almost exclusively archivists and fellow archivists throughout the, throughout the area. We would like and we would love to be part of Chicago Open Archives again. And I would love to extend it to non-archivists. I want to show people. And I've, I've shown plenty of people now my, my, quote, air quotes, you can't see, but my space, my archive, my dream archive space. And this is what it can be. This is where, what it looks like. And here's some examples of stuff. So I want to bring that vision to others. Now, having said that, Outside of open archives, outside of the Chicago area archivists, we have an, a huge group of dedicated Pullman volunteers. And they will come out. We had 20 Pullman volunteers come out and erect shelving, for instance. I mean, it was, it was amazing. It was the worker ants that just came and moved a whole bunch of boxes and erected shelving. We have a group that's come in and has cataloged stuff. We just recently launched a GoFundMe campaign to get computers for the archive space. So there's a huge, dedicated, passionate group of people out there. Bringing this all back, I would love to be able to take our archives and show the passion that people have put into it, show the love that people have put into it, show the love that I have for it to other people. That's a long-winded answer for, for that. But It's great to get the word out about 
the archives that you want to see formed. It's mm -hmm. good to get the word out to other archivists. Mm -hmm. It's good to get the word out to the public in general. You can all understand where you're coming from, wanting to get that history out there, usable by researchers. Our commitment is to have everything we have available to people online, usable. It's owned by you, the Illinois public. You know, you own it. You, it's yours. And it doesn't do any good locked up in a box. So we want to at least make some digital representation of it. Part of this campaign, the reason we're looking for computers, we're moving from a homegrown system to Content TM, which will allow us to do many things, which will allow us to put it, for instance, on DPLA, on the Digital Public Library of America. It'll also get us out of depending on a homegrown system. And if I got hit by a bus, the system, who knows how it works. So we need to get out of that space. Just a quick interruption to add that the GoFundMe campaign was a success. Now back to Andy and Hathaway. Part of what I think is so important about Chicago Open Archives is that not only does it help spread the word about our archives, our collections, and our jobs to the public, but also to other archivists, because there's a lot of us in Chicago, a lot of archives, a lot of archivists who work in various industries, and we don't necessarily know about each sure. other. And as we get to know each other, we can help each other. I like to see these things. It's somebody's passion. It's somebody's love. Even a corporate archive, somebody cares about that. Somebody loves that. And it's a beautiful thing to see somebody's archives. There's my passion. There's my love. There is something that I have dedicated a, a fair significant bit of my life and my energy and my passion to. That, to me, is Chicago Open Archives, is love made concrete. Thanks, Andy. That's a beautiful sentiment. Hey. Well, Andy, thank you so much for joining me today. It is my pleasure and my honor. Thank you for listening to the Chicago Area Archivist COA podcast. We would like to thank Chicago Area Archivists, Chicago Open Archives Planning Committee, Engineer Allison Shine Holmes, and WFMT for their time and effort.